We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, folks, what's good? We're back with another episode of NOC's podcast. And uh, for the first time in a long time, we are very excited about the Kansas basketball Jayhawks B-turn. What a week. What a, it's been a great two-week stretch for the Hawks. Are you feeling as positive and just excited about March as I am? Oh, yeah, I feel great. Um, first off, I want to say happy 21st birthday to you. Yes. Um, I know you took advantage of that 21st birthday this weekend. Hopefully you're feeling better today. But, yeah, <laughs> last uh, we beat up on some bad teams, but we just swept a great team, ranked team who – is well coached and this week is just obviously massive you got revenge game against uh our favorite coach Shaka Smart and then undefeated team coming to the field house on Saturday so couldn't be more excited I feel like we haven't really been super motivated to record for a while but I think today we're all in and we're all in on the team now it has been a roller coaster of a season, that's for sure. I mean, you look back, you think about how, okay, we lose to Gonzaga, but it was still positive. We get the win over Creighton. We get the win over Kentucky. We go and win at Texas Tech early in Big 12. And then things just spiraled out of control. It was horrible, as down as we've been about a team ever. And I don't know. I think you texted me this. Like, why do we doubt Bill Self? Why do we do it? It's the same. Now, we don't always have – three game losing streaks or lose four or five, but 
we always have those struggles around Christmas mm-hmm. time or after the holidays. Like it always happens. The fan base melts down exactly like we did. And then guess what? Bill Self gets the guys to buy in. They start to play better. The guy he said was going to be a stud has turned into a stud. And so I don't know. Are we ever going to learn that Bill Self just is hardly ever wrong and is hardly ever <laughs> going to put out a bad team? I'm just starting to think he's good at his job. Some would say he's decent. Um, but yeah, KU fan, it's like around the whole country. Uh, I feel like we're notorious for doing this every year. Like people make fun of us and stuff for how down we get on the team like this team this is the worst team of the bill so era like cdot is always making fun of us and stuff and yeah yeah, he just i feel like he gets people motivated um gets people to play hard and i mean the whole fan base wanted dave mccormick off campus beginning of the year we wanted him off the team we're talking mitch starting over him and then now we all wanted five guards yeah that's how bad it was you can't i mean you can't question how well he develops guys it's like dave looked like one of the worst big men in the country <laughs> his footwork was terrible fouling all the time and now last nine games he's averaging 16 and 7 that's kind of probably where we would have ballparked him around the start of the year we said he'd be the leading scorer and he's right on ochai's ass for doing that so he's been amazing and i think he's close to 50 percent over the or 60 percent over those last nine games he's at 56 percent and he's still at 81 percent from the free throw line so Crazy, he's getting crazy. a lot of touches and when he gets fouled he makes the free throws too so he uh he doesn't miss free throws before we get to dave i want to point something out though are you at all annoyed or are you as annoyed as me that we are being lumped in with like the struggles of kentucky duke michigan state like people are like oh all the blue blood north carolina like, all the blue bloods are having these horrible seasons down years but i'm like that's the difference between Bill Self and why if you told me you get one coach for a regular season, I don't know about March. We know Bill has his struggles in March. But if you tell me you get one coach to coach for a 30-period season, I don't see how you take anyone besides Bill Self. The dude, like, even in these years where we're having meltdown seasons, Duke's got, what, nine losses? Nine, they're, like, nine and nine. Maybe they – I think they yeah. were the last two, so they're – getting a little hot but like Kentucky no chance to make the tournament Duke likely out of the tournament so I don't know I've been annoyed that we've been lumped in with these blue bloods that are struggling when really we're in contention to get a freaking three seed in the NCAA tournament so yeah I, uh, just wanted a little mini rant on that and, and you think about Kentucky and Duke they still I mean sometimes those recruits don't mesh but they do have big name recruits like they're still getting top recruiting classes and yeah you think about KU and it's not even a knock on the team. I really feel like we don't have that much talent. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many coaches could come in uh, and coach this team and lead them to a three or four seed. Yeah. I mean, it's especially like when you think about the fact that like Tyon has not at all been the factor we expected in the B. And mm-hmm. so there's just been the things that we thought might happen just haven't happened that we where we thought this team might be super deep or even Bryce Tom I mean Bryce Thompson's coming on when we need him to right now but he's not what we thought he would be so like he's our highest recruit on the team I think him or Dave probably Bryce but he yeah. hadn't come close to playing like a five-star and that's fine we didn't expect no. him to be an absolute superstar but we also didn't expect him to kind of not contribute as much as he has but he's getting there so yeah you're right bill doing what he's doing with the talent we have compared to like the talent you see on kentucky and duke and it's just like 
I think the conversation between Calipari and Self is over. Like to me, Bill Self has just proven he's the better coach. I know the I don't may disagree, but Bill's incredible, dude. And I don't see I don't see Cal leading this team to a, like I said a three or four in Kentucky. Yeah, we haven't won the titles, um, but Kentucky's going to miss the tournament again. They've missed it a couple times. Yeah. Uh, UNC would have missed last year. They've missed a year before. Yeah. Bill Self hasn't been worse than a four, and it looked like he would this year. And I don't think I don't know if it's I don't know if he'll be worse than a four if we finish out strong. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know that uh, being lumped in with them just doesn't really make sense because like being a four or five in the tournament's good, and <laughs> we beat good teams. We beat Creighton. We beat Tech twice. We beat West Vaughn. and yeah. they just come up with like like the other day they showed um they showed the blue blood graphic that they show all the time and they put like random stats for us. I feel like, or, and like it said, KU was unranked for one week. That's yeah. what it said. Like we were literally unranked for one week, which by the way, first if time for State, in a decade, if Iowa state wouldn't have had a COVID outbreak, we would have never been unranked. This whole streak would not be over. It all can't like COVID is going to mess up a whole lot of streaks. I think you think about how much Texas beat us by like just fluky things have happened. The Iowa State thing drives me nuts because this team would have not fallen out of the rankings had that not happened. So, and I think that has also led to the fact that people are like, oh my God, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, such down years. But it's like, if we would have stayed ranked the whole time, I don't know if those conversations would have been the same. So, yeah, it's funny. I know it it wasn't really likely, but there were some fans talking about us not making the tournament a few weeks ago. And it's crazy. We played some bad teams, so that helps. But now we're talking about four or five seed, which is and potentially three because you play a bunch of – you're going to play two ranked teams this week, and then I would guess that we're going to play a ranked team in the Big 12 tournament and maybe two. So you could potentially get up to a three seed. Big 12 tournament is going to be a freaking gauntlet. And that's the thing. We have plenty of time. Like, yeah, we might lose our next three games. That's possible. And we might lose our next three and become like a six or a seven. But we can also – you split this week, you win a couple in the Big 12 tournament, I think you're definitely getting a four seed. Um, and if you get hot, you're getting a three seed range. So, like, it's just there. this season has a lot of opportunity to still be super exciting. And really, in a year like that, and a year like this year, it's like that's all you can ask for. Just, like, keep me entertained, keep me invested, and I'll be happy. So, yeah, I'm glad we've done that. Um, it's amazing what Bill's done, his tenure here, like – crazy just as consistent as can be like obviously winning 14 in a row is just the dumbest thing ever like I still can't believe we did that but literally not less he hasn't been worse than a four seed and how often are we even worse than a one or two like we're a one or two mostly every year and like you say you just keep giving Bill chances and you just never know yeah yeah so I do want to talk about Dave but before we do that we got to talk about a new sponsor we have that's eBay Shout out to eBay, eBay sneakers Um, from rare dead stock to the latest release. You can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchased before they're sent to you. So you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. So check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. 
Um, and then as always, shout out to Bet Online. Uh, you know, college basketball is getting to the most exciting point of the year. Football's over, but you still got NBA, college basketball, NHL. Just go use them. We say it every episode. Have a, head over to their website. Use mobile device, device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, let's talk about Big Dave. Big Dave has been you, – you mentioned it. You said it. He's putting up some outrageous numbers. I think he's double figures seven of his last eight. The game he didn't get double figures. He had eight points. But this is something I wanted to throw out because I don't know if it's crazy. And you may have to refresh me on some other people in the league, but is big Dave, the best big man in the big 12. Like I'm not like, it's crazy that that could be true. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other teams. Um, I mean, like Baylor has that Chachua Chachua dude. Yeah. And I don't know what his numbers are, but it's like, he's not putting up what Dave's doing right now. And like, Mark Vidal, I don't know if you consider him a big. He obviously impacts the game a ton of ways. Culver's pretty good. Who? Culver. I don't even know who that is. For West Virginia? Oh, yeah, shit. I don't know why I was thinking of uh, the old Texas Tech guard. Jared Culver. (laughs) Yeah, I could not get his uh, face out of my mind. Yeah, he is good. Uh, So, yeah, I would think – I mean, Jericho Sims is fine, but he's not like some dominant big. No. Like, it's wild to think. I think Chris Beard said it, and that's kind of what brought it to my attention. I was like, I read the tweet of Chris Beard saying that, and I was like, no way. But then you start to look at the rest of the league, and you're like, well, that is impossible, which is one of the most insane changes I've ever seen. Like you said, guy was the most hated player by the fan base, and now he's flirting with being the best big in the Big 12. So, Yeah, I I didn't hear it on Saturday, but didn't they ask Dickie V if he was the best? And he just didn't say a word. (laughs) But I mean, he has to be. It's not I mean, it's not even crazy to say because he's got to be up near the top no matter what, because there's not really that many bigs. Yeah. I mean, Tech doesn't really have a big um, Oklahoma State. I mean, Manic hasn't really done. He hasn't had the years he wanted him to have. Yeah, he's kind of a perimeter guy too. I mean, he sits yeah. out on the perimeter a lot, so it's not he doesn't really bang down low. But yeah, I mean, God, he's been he's been money the last nine games, sixteen and seven. He'll take that all day. That's like that's almost Perry Ellis numbers. Yeah, it's nuts. And he just like I don't know. I think you'd agree, but like he's just he's he's still a spaz at times. And I think we've <laughs> accepted like Dave's gonna do things that just make you want to pull your hair out. But he is slowed down. He's actually a pretty damn good passer. I can't remember the last time we've had a big kind of fine guys on that backdoor cut that we always run at the elbow or whatever. He finds that pass more often. He's gotten really good at the cross-court pass to find guys open in the corner for three. The game just seems so slow for him, and he's getting way more smooth around the bucket. Um, So I don't know. I think Dave obviously is the guy that has you most excited moving forward is the question Mm -hmm. like – can he keep it up and how will he respond against Texas? Who's extremely long compared to Texas tech, who is like a small, not, not anywhere like Texas, who's just full of NBA talent, like lengthwise guys. Yeah. And he's like, I said earlier from the free throw line too, because like we feed him all the time. I and wish if you get a line more. Yeah. And if you go to K, like if you go to KU and you get a ton of touches, like you're gonna have a great year because, like I said, Bill Self develops these guys. Yeah. So it's like we knew we knew he'd eventually come around. I didn't. I honestly wouldn't have guessed he'd be averaging 16 during the end of the year, and it's awesome that he's peaking. 
But yeah, he's sixty. He's sixty-five for eighty from the line. Like that's amazing for a big. Especially when you think we went from dope to this. It's like Dave does a lot of things dope can't do. <laughs> dope could do a lot of things Dave can't do, but free throws is not one of those. It is nice to have a big that you can trust at the line. Um, and the, I think the thing right now that has me really excited is he's re- not only is he rebounding, but I think we've talked a lot this year about how our guards are so active rebounding too. Someone asked Dave about it uh, on Saturday about Jalen and CB rebounding. He was saying how he was laughing, like saying how they steal his rebounds, but we're so active on the glass. We talked about Jalen before the pod. He's had double digit rebounds in five of six games. That's incredible. And the one he didn't have him, he had nine. So he's had double, double in five of six and CB. I don't think his rebound numbers are super high, but, he's had games where he has double digit rebounds and we just look, I know we've played bad teams, but I think uh, Nick Schwartz was tweeting about it, how we held like three or four teams to their season low in a row. And I mean, our defense has been good. We, uh, and we kind of knew that was going to happen because teams were shooting out of their minds against us. So you just kind of knew there was going to be a regression, but I did not think, you know, like, holding K State's bad, but to hold them under should have been like 35 points. They had two walk-ons come in and make threes. We held them basically to under 40. And then to mm-hmm. do what we did to Tech, McClung did nothing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things to be excited about offensively, obviously, but the defense of this team is mm-hmm. absolutely what's going to, like, keep us in games and big moments in March. And so it's good to know that we can step up and hold teams low. Yeah, so, if, I mean, if they're locking up and they rebound the way they do, it's like, who knows? This team could go deep. You never know. We've seen we've seen Loyola go to the Final Four. We've seen freaking <laughs> Butler go as eight or nine, VCU, unfortunately. So like, when Robbie Hummel and I think Lance Blanks has said the same thing, like, oh, this team's ceiling. Like, if they can just go get one win in March, I think you're happy. That's not how March works, and especially not when Bill Self's your coach, especially not when you're Kansas. Like, this team's ceiling is still making a final four. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Bill Self can lead anybody to the final four. So to act like a second round is this team's ceiling is just so outrageous. And it kind of goes back to what I said, where I think we've kind of like flown under the radar now because people thought we were, they're lumping us in with Kentucky and Duke. Like we're having this horrid, horrid season, but really we're 11 and five and arguably probably besides the big 10, the toughest conference in the country. So it's like, how could a how could a four or five how could that be a four or five seed ceiling is winning one game against it you're gonna be you're gonna be the higher seed your first two games most likely if yeah it's just goes to show that when bill starts to struggle people lose their minds us included like we're just you're just not used to seeing ku struggle so when you do it feels like the end of the world but really we're fine but um i did want to point out more about this box score in which i feel like we've said this before, but I love the fact that Saturday we didn't have the best shooting night. Like CB was two of 10 from three, but I love that he took 10. That's what he's got to do. Uh, and of his 13 field goal attempts for threes. That's huge. Uh, Ochai three of eight from three, like four of 11 from the field. Like we didn't shoot that well, but every single guy in the starting lineup got double digits. And I think at the beginning of the year and throughout the year, we've said like, it's not going to be a team where you have a guy like Frank who's going to get you 20 every night. you got to have a team effort of dudes getting 10, 12, 15. Doesn't matter who's doing it. Just make sure everyone's doing it. And I think it's been 
I'd have to look at all the other box scores. But once you say it feels like everyone's starting to play a little more consistent, where it's like yeah. we're not seeing Ochai score zero like he did against Creighton or Jalen, mm-hmm. like he was having those games. So it's like I think that's a huge thing as well moving forward. Yeah, and I think we kind of – we assumed uh, beginning of the year that the scoring would be kind of balanced. Yeah. I think I, we might have talked about all five starters – averaging like double digits and that's what they're doing they're all averaging over 10 right now like it's like the almost the national title year where all those guys were averaging like 12 or 13 whatever yeah. but yeah it's just I don't I feel like Marcus has been a lot better on both ends he Marcus is randomly shooting it really well from the free throw line um, I think we got three guys that if they're hot we can almost beat anyone I mean you've seen CB against West Virginia at home go off Jalen's had some great shooting nights Ochai's been shooting it well all year until lately, but yeah, yeah. It's like who knows if we're hot in the tournament. Who knows? Like those three can get hot together. I have this feeling that I mean I think we're going to let's say we get a four, which we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But I think we're going to beat a thirteen seed, and I think the five seed game is going to be that game where it's like we're going to play ugly. It's going to be gross. You're going to have to just figure out a way to win. Either you lose or you survive in advance, and you're like, my God, that was gross, but we're on. If we can get past that first weekend, I do think we're going to get a game in March where Ochai gets hot, CB gets hot, Jalen gets hot, all in the same game. And from there, this team, I don't care what Robbie Hummel says, can make a Final Four. And I just want us to have that opportunity because we've really, outside of West Virginia, have we had a game like that? where it just felt like everybody played their kind of best to the best of their ability. I can't even remember what Marcus did that game, but it felt like everyone was on. Yeah. I mean, uh, the St. Joe's game, maybe I think Gonzaga, they played really well, but Dave was, that's when Dave was terrible. So I guess, yeah, Dave was not probably not good for the St. Joe's game, but yeah, you're right. I think other than that, I mean, we were really clicking that night, but other than that, I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's talk this week. We've got a huge week. I mean, I know we just won five straight, uh, which was great, but we do have to talk about the fact that two of those were Iowa State, one of those was K-State, and one of those was Oklahoma State, who is meh. So, I mean, Oklahoma State's still a good win. But now we go to Texas, who absolutely pumped us early in the year in one of the weirder games in KU history, destroyed us by, what was it, 25 points? And then yeah, never we was Baylor. We go to Baylor, who pretty much dominated us for forty minutes straight. Where it's just one of those miserable games where you knew we didn't have a chance. So we're sitting here giddy. We're excited about the year, but there's a very strong possibility that we lose our next two, and that yeah. scary. So I need you to talk me out of that. How are we splitting? Are we winning both? And which one's it going to be? Where do you feel in the most confident? Um, I really, I really do think we find a way to split and I'm not saying we're going to, I'm not saying we can't win both, but obviously two tough teams and we beat a lot of bad teams. So I think tech was, everyone was like, uh, if they beat tech today, then yeah, they're legit. But I feel like these two teams are a little better than tech. Yeah. Um, Texas is kind of scuffling. Honestly, they've lost four of six. So I kind of wanted them to win on Saturday, to be honest, they were because they blew such a big lead. Kind of worried me, yeah. When you see it, it makes it feel like that loss is gonna like kick them into gear. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then with Baylor, we talked about it before. They play a terrible team uh, this week with Iowa State, but then they play 
at West Virginia on Thursday, who I think they're uh, ranked number 10 in the AP poll and it's all the way in West Virginia. So they got to come, they got to, they play that game and then probably head to Lawrence shortly after. So, I mean, three games in one week be pretty tough and we should be fresh. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, Baylor's been off for a while too. So they haven't been playing many games, like you said, and then they, they <laughs> a tough team a couple of days before us. So. I don't know why I've allowed myself to do this, but I almost feel more confident we're going to beat Baylor than I do Texas, which seems insane because Baylor is like one of the best teams in big 12 history. Like it's a couple Kansas teams and then Baylor. And it's like right up there. Like they are good. Um, we, uh, we want them to win both this week, right? Baylor. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to try and ruin their undefeated season. Absolutely. But yeah, you would think it's West Virginia to lose so we can potentially take second. Right. I don't know what, Westfall. Do they only have three conference losses or do they have four? Can't remember. That, that was my take before the pod. What was that? That we're going to take I, second? I think if we win one game this week, we'll win more Big 12 games than anyone else. Yeah, I know. And I love so, like we can hold that over Baylor fans forever. Like, oh, yeah, you won the Big 12, but we won more games than you that year. <laughs> so, what if we piss people off and start telling people we're Big 12 champs? Should like we, we did last year with the Natty. Should we print the shirts? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just – I know – I mean, I know Bill takes these games against Shaka personally. And for him to get swept by – I just don't know if he'll allow it. Like, yeah, they're super athletic, good defensively. I think it could be a mismatch for us. But it, that game at Allen was obviously insanely fluky. No one can hit that many shots. Yeah. And Baylor – or. Texas is just – they are weird. Like, they they can look pretty bad at times, but they can also look like a top – like, they've looked like a top-five team in the country. I will say I'm most scared of Texas simply just because of the matchup, like we said. Like yeah. Dave, Dave going up against Sims and what's his name? Jones? I can't remember. He's NBA Kai Jones. Kai Jones, yeah, NBA prospect guy. Like, he's not super good, but he's long and tough to score around. And then you mm-hmm. – so – I'm a little worried about them and just that matchup, but I'm totally like my, that's what my brain says, but my heart who's watched self coach for almost my entire life. Now the dude just wins these games. He just does yeah. like when he, like last year, we said the same type of stuff. Baylor looked good all year. They won an Allen and we were like, Bill self is not getting swept by Scott drew. He's just not. And he didn't, he went in coached the best game of his season night that night against Baylor. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, but like I said, the matchup scares me, and that's why I'm almost leaning more towards us beating Baylor because, like you said, the travel to West Virginia is the most the worst travel in the Big 12. It's a long flight, long trip. Um, it'll be their third game in a week, and we're still 11-1 and one at home this year. Like, we're winning. That's what I was about to home. say. Like, it's not like the Crazy. home court advantage has completely gone away. It's somehow still helping our guys play a little better. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's going to be wild to think that Bill Self's going to be an underdog at home. I want to be on the out. Like, I don't care if I think we might lose. I'm still going to probably bet on Bill Self to win as an underdog at home. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think we might be sipping the Kool-Aid and getting a little too excited. But then again, we said it earlier. Why would you ever doubt Bill Self? Yeah, and the way we're playing defense and the guy we thought would lead us in scoring is finally 
playing super well. Like he's probably playing better than we thought he would before the season started. So, yep. yeah, I, obviously I'd bet on us at least splitting. We have maybe the best coach in the country, and yep. he's already lost to Texas, and he's already lost to Baylor too. It's like how often does that dude get swept by teams in the Big 12? To think of him getting swept by two teams is even – I hadn't even thought about that that factor of it, like for him to get swept by two separate teams. Um, all right. I want to talk a little bit about, well, more like seeding implications. I want to try and like think this through. Yeah. So we're at a four seed right now. The Nets got us at a four. Uh, CBS has us at a four. Lenardi has us at a four. Um Yep. So I don't know. I think we split this week. We probably stay at a four, right? You're not going to get penalized a ton losing the Baylor, losing the Texas. You lose both. I think you're back into the category of five or six. Mm-hmm. You're stuck there because Big 12 tournament, freaking anything could happen. But yeah. let's just assume we split. I don't care which one it is. We beat Texas or we beat Baylor. I don't know which one, but let's just assume we do. We're probably going to be. So what are we in the Big 12? We're tied for. God, the standings are so weird this year. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably be a three or or three or four in the Big 12 tournament, I think. I don't know. Oklahoma only has four losses, and so does West Virginia. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say we split this week and we win one game in the Big 12 tournament. We get in a four or five seed. I'm just so bad at bracketology stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think we talked about this before the pod. I feel like a four versus a five is a big deal. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but it is a big deal. How much would a difference make? How much would a difference make if we beat, if the one win was Baylor? Since they're, since they're like, say we lose to Texas, beat Baylor. Like how much of a difference is that? Since they're undefeated. I mean, they're going to, they're a lock for a one seed, number one seed. So that's what I want to happen because I want like the Texas, like if we lose Texas, but turn around three days later, four days later and beat Baylor, like no one's going to remember that Texas game. It'll be all about how, Oh, Bill self's got the Hawks rolling into March. They've won six of the last seven. Like they just beat an undefeated Baylor team. They're going to Kansas city to play in their backyard in the big 12 tournament. And then all of a sudden you beat Baylor, you rattle off a couple wins, the big 12 tournament. And I think the four seeds locked in with a win over Baylor. Maybe. I want us to somehow get to a three seed. I don't, I guess that's what I'm getting at. I don't know what the route well, is to get there. I know. Cause like, say, say we beat Baylor this, we split beat Baylor and then big Toll tournament. If we're say we're the three we play, I don't even know who we'd play second game, but maybe like, let's say we play West Virginia and they're a top 10 team. We beat them. And then we lose a close game to Baylor in the Big 12 championship. Like, does that get us to a three? Since our resume, we beat Creighton, we beat Tech twice, we beat West Virginia, we would have beat Baylor. Yeah. Oh, I think if we beat Baylor, lose to Texas, beat Baylor, and then play in the Big 12 championship game, whew, I think a three seed's very much in play. And it's obviously going to factor in, like, what other teams do below us right now. But, man, it just feels like – our resume would be pretty stacked at that point because to get to the big 12 championship game. Yeah. Like you said, you're beating a team like Westfall or you're beating a team like Texas or Oklahoma. Oh, it's just, it's weird. We're normally debating like one or remember last year we were debating which region we were going to choose. And now we're like talking about five seeds and stuff. So it's just, well, what was the lowest, uh, 
we'd been bracket like what were what was the lowest seed people were talking about us being at some one point this year was it like six or seven i think six was the lowest i ever saw us at but like if bill took us from being a six a couple weeks ago to being a three he's just the goat just saying it can happen our three would be so nice we don't have any bad losses outside i mean what our worst loss is oklahoma state and that team's a tournament team easily yeah um all right before we move on gotta mention ebay sneakers one more time whether rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for on ebay with ebay's authenticity guarantee your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators um it's free to sell sneakers 100 plus on ebay right now and thanks to ebay's authenticity guarantee verify returns make the whole traction transaction worry free with other sites taking as much as 25% you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers uh bet online say it every year go sign up just if you haven't yet what's your problem uh college basketball nba everything it's all going it's this is about to be the funnest time of the year to gamble so make sure you're on bet online go uh sign up on the mobile device sign up receive your 50 percent welcome bonus um all right do we have any there's no way i there's zero percent chance i bet on any ncaa tournament games <laughs> yeah right oh uh, i don't know okay you, but sorry go ahead i was just gonna say how you feel about the thursday friday no longer being a thing now it's friday i know very Starts weird. Friday, right? Yeah. It's very and then weird. second round games on Monday. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Um, but yeah, just thinking about seating wise, like if because we easily could be like a five for sure. Yeah. Because we have probably. so many tough. We like I said, we're probably gonna play three more ranked teams. Yeah. Um, but just thinking about twelve seeds right now, like, and we talked about it. There's been twelve seeds that are favored in those first round games. It's like it could be like Belmont. I'm looking at CBS right now. North Carolina, St. Louis has been really good this year. Can you imagine North Colorado AU first round matchup? Yeah, that'd be or wild. Even like freaking, I don't know what Duke's possibility is, but like, there's a chance Duke could be a freaking 12 seed. Like, it's wild. Really? I think couldn't they? Are they making the tournament? I don't think they are, but they've won their last like three. Yeah, you know they'll you know, they'll get a good favorable draw if they get in. So, or if they're like close, they're going to take Duke over somebody else. And then like uh, Colorado, Indiana are 12s. Like yeah. that's just scary. Those are good teams. I know. And then you read off like 13 seeds. It's like Toledo, Furman, North Texas. Those teams aren't like, you're, you're not near as scared seeing those teams as you are freaking Indiana, Colorado, yeah. North Carolina. Like, uh, so yeah. Um, I mean, we're probably kind of crazy for talking about a three seed because I think you're right. <laughs> if you're being very realistic, five seeds probably the most likely scenario, four or five seeds probably the most likely scenario. And I don't yeah. mean five just based off what we have ahead. So, so let's assume we are a four or five. Who would you want to be our one seed? Because, like, they're not going to make Baylor our one, right, since it's Big 12? I don't know. They could, I think. I mean, yeah. I, nothing against that. I, uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want anything to do with Gonzaga or Baylor. And Michigan is freaking good. So I think the obvious answer right now is Ohio State. I'm not sold yeah. Ohio State's going to end up being a one. I, I They mean, scream first weekend exit. Just I scream. Know. 
that's what I want to happen. I want one of those seasons where the tournament just breaks for us and we were four, we beat the five, and then the nine seed, like freaking UConn or UCLA, beats a one seed. And now we're in the Sweet 16 flirting with an Elite Eight. So uh, I think Ohio State's the obvious answer. I think Illinois could sneak into a one seed conversation. Nova, you know, could sneak into one seed consideration. Um, yeah. I want to beat freaking Nova, but if we lost to them again, I would just cry. I just want to stay the hell away from Villanova. Jay Wright, he's the only man I think truly has Bill Self's number. Like the two just <laughs> knows our stuff before we run it. We might as well just get a two seed. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we won out. We, we could beat Baylor twice. We could potentially play them twice for sure. Think about the fact think- that we could go win at Texas <laughs> – Baylor beat like who we probably play like Oklahoma State or something in the first round of the Big 12 or the like second round of the Big 12 tournament. And then you're beating either West Va or OU and then you're beating Baylor. That's five straight games against top 20 teams and you win them all. We're getting a two seed if that happens. <laughs> if we, even if we don't, if we win all those games, we're going to be way too confident. I will print shirts that we're Big 12 champs if we win our next five games. <laughs> I swear. Yes. Uh, the longer we joke about it, I will convince myself it's happening. But uh, what are we? So, what did you say we're looking at seeding wise right now in the Big 12? I don't know. It's freaking hard because teams play different. Like, okay, so Oklahoma's nine and four. We're 11 mm-hmm. and five. West Virginia's eight and four. Texas is seven and five. So if Texas beats us, they are now tied in the – or no, they go up. Loss. Yeah, we have more losses, but we also have three more wins. So it's like I don't know how – I know it's going to come down to like winning percentage, I think, but they're also doing something where it's like if Baylor can't find a way to get 12 games in, it something happens. I don't know. Should have read more up on that. But this is like it's hurting my brain trying to figure out seeding and stuff for the Big 12 tournament. But either way well, – what I'm thinking is, or what I'm trying to get to is, is there a chance we play Baylor second game? Yeah, because I that's what I was going to say. I think four seed, I think a four or five is a very likely scenario in the Big 12 tournament. But, God, yeah, you almost would rather be a freaking six or a seven than you yeah. would. Now, I don't think we're going to be a – I don't know, dude. Oklahoma State's seven and six. Texas Tech's six and six. We lose our next two. We can easily be the seven seed in the Big 12. It's not. Are you serious? I don't, well, I don't know because these teams haven't played – like the thing we haven't even talked about is we're going to take it – we're going to have ten games off or ten days off between the end of our year and the Big 12 tournament. Now, we might schedule somebody. but So there's still so much Big 12 to happen, whereas ours is done this year or this week, which is just kind of weird to think about. It'll kind of be fun to just sit back, relax, and watch everyone beat the shit out of each other for the final week. Yeah. And shit, the way we're playing, and if we split this week or win both, we're peaking and we get that much time off, that'd be big time. So like Oklahoma – See, I think Oklahoma's sitting pretty nice because they play at Kansas State tomorrow – then they play Oklahoma State, and then they play at Oklahoma State. So, like, they could easily win those next three, which would lock them in as the two seed. West, Yeah, Bob, give me them second game. That's what I want to yeah. be at the bottom of the bracket. Play. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying we're going to beat OU, but I'd rather take our chances against them and maybe just see Baylor in the Big 12 title game. 
Because you're, you're, you're not dropping a seat if you lose in the freaking freaking Big 12 title game to Baylor. No, not at all. That I mean, that there's you can only win there. Like, that's not a – that is a win-win in my eye. Not really, but, like, it's <laughs> no risk, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, your season's not going to be impacted that much by a Baylor loss in the Big 12 championship. But – so, West Vaugh goes to TCU tomorrow, which TCU just lost K-State, so they ain't lo- – West Vaugh's not losing that. They go to Baylor – um wait are you wrong about that i think westfall plays at baylor i don't think they travel to westfall is it at baylor yeah either way tough game for both teams uh yeah i'll assume westfall loses that and then they play k-state so that puts them at five losses um assume we're at six so then you've got ou westfall ahead of us texas they play us and then Texas Tech. So, yeah, it's going to be ugh, it's going to be close. But, yeah, it's wild to think we could be a freaking seven seed. I think it's very unlikely because Oklahoma State's going to drop one. I mean, you got to think Oklahoma yeah. State's going to – they got Tech, Oklahoma twice, so they're going to lose two yeah. of the next three, I would think. So Yeah, maybe all three. So I think most likely scenarios we get four, five, or six, and in that scenario I want the six, right? And then pray that OU's the three. There it is. That we just talked through it. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't want Baylor second round. Because you win two Big Twelve tournament games, and I mean, if you win two Big Twelve tournament games, that like we said, that means you might be beating two ranked teams. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the crazy thing is, we could just easily lose the first one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. This seat, like, it's going to be so funny to go back and listen to this episode if we lose our next two and then get pumped in the Big 12 tournament. Like, thinking about how excited we got and then to just think, I mean, to go in full meltdown mode, we could lose our next four and season could be over. <laughs> yeah. We, dude, that's what's crazy. It's like, you played at Texas, which obviously if we had them. At, I guess they did beat us at Allen, but uh, like these two losses wouldn't be terrible. And then you lose these two, you might, like we said, you might be a six or seven. The Big Twelve, you're going to play a great team. Easily could lose that, and we lose those three. We drop to what? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about that? And then, like, countdown mode. Like, if we're a six, we're going to play a freaking 11. It's going to be – that's a toss-up. Yeah, we'd get smoked. We'll get – I'll tell you this. If we're <laughs> 16 in the tournament, we will get smoked by an 11. It just feels like that would be how the season ends. I It'll think be this... Drake, who I think low-key sucks. <laughs> okay. This is what's going to happen. We're going to win the next two, and then we lose our first game in the Big 12 tournament. And then our whole fan base starts crying about how bad we are at the Sprint Center. <laughs> but then we reverse it and say, we expected to lose there. We sucked there. And then we start getting positive again. Yeah. If we win our next two, I don't give a shit what happens in the Big 12 tournament. I do not care at all. Just win our next two. And I will be talking myself into a national title. So <laughs> you want to hear kind of a scary scenario for a six seed? Wichita State. If we lose to them again in the tournament. Yeah. And you know they would make it happen. The committee would make that a matchup. 
maybe licking their lips, just so excited to schedule that one. Um, so yeah, wow, well, we've really uh, kind of gone all over the place here. I've talked myself into winning our next five and becoming two seed. You mean uh, next eleven? I said we could lose our next four and be a seven seed. Um, so yeah, folks, we've given you uh, kind of just the entire scenarios that we can uh, see. But all right, let's hear. It. I want your official predictions for this week. Who who's having a big week? Give me a guy you like, Dave Ochai. Don't care who it is. And are we splitting? Are we winning both? Are we losing both? What's your prediction? I'll say. I'll just say Jalen has a big week, and my actual prediction is I've thought this all weekend um, after we beat Tech. I think we win tomorrow. I don't see him getting swept by him. I think we lose Saturday. I don't I, – I really have no predictions for the Big 12 tournament. Me neither. It's too hard to predict right now, but let's just stick to this week. I'm going to go opposite of you. I think we're going to lose to Texas, which means Baylor's not going to take us serious – and I think that undefe- I think Baylor's going to be going for the undefeated season. I think it's going to turn into one of those like classic Kansas games where it's just a great game and uh, something wild happens. The Hawks end the undefeated season <laughs> for the Baylor Bears. And Bill Self's fired up. And we go into March just absolutely pumped to see what happens. And then we beat him again in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I won't go that far. We can beat <laughs> Baylor twice. I will be absolutely stunned. But. I don't know. I think we forget the home court advantage is still a thing. I know it's weird to say, but it it still is. A ghost in Allen Fieldhouse, buddy. Yeah. And we get the calls. You got anything else you want to add? You got any hot takes? Anything you want to get off your chest? I just – I hope we split this week because I think the fan base will start melting down and talking about how we've been beating bad teams. So, I mean, one win this week would be great. Yep. Let's do it. All right, folks. As always, we appreciate you listening. We'll be hopefully – I hope if KU beats Texas tomorrow, we should hop on and do an instant recap. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. You do it, let's do it. So that's all we got. As always, appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll be back hopefully tomorrow night to celebrate the Hawks. Um, yeah. Becoming the one sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Gotcha. <laughs> Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing and slowed down Baby We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.